Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. What are your business challenges for 2021? Supporting an increased remote workforce? Securing and managing your expanding corporate network? Communicating with your customers, employees, and partners? Whatever your challenges and priorities for 2021, Blackfoot Communications knows it all starts with a plan. We are here to help you assess, design, implement, and support your most critical technology infrastructure initiatives. Call Blackfoot at 866-541-5000 or email business at blackfoot.com to learn how we can set you up for success in 2021 and beyond. Blackfoot. Connect to more. Welcome back. Hour number two. Great to be with you on a Friday. Happy snowy weekend to you. Hope you are well. Thanks for letting us ride along with you into a Saturday and a Sunday. An hour away from Big Ten football. How about that? Anybody paying attention? Illinois, Wisconsin tonight? Camp Randall? Let's go Badgers. It's getting weird, though, because in Michigan, it's falling apart. They have a shelter in place in Ann Arbor. That's um, going uh, uh, to be precarious, but uh, Big Ten back hey, is going to be a good thing. For what it's worth, for what hey, it's worth. Ohio uh, State at Happy Valley next week. Want to come over? I'm in. Let's nice. do it. Uh, boys and girls, if you missed anything in hour number one, check it out on the podcast, the 2 Tell Nuanas podcast, up and available wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, etc. The podcast is available thanks to Blackfoot Communications. And again, the ninth episode, brand spanking new, hot off the press of Grizz Greats, the 1995 National Champions, the silver anniversary of the 95 National Champions, up now with Jason Krebo. So go listen to that. If you want to call, 361-3688 is the phone number. All guests join us via the Rankish Brothers RV phone line. You can also listen live on the stream, 1029ESPN.com. You can check it out online. Stream available thanks to Opportunity Bank of Montana. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. It is time now for our Garden City Spotlight, Coulter. Garden City Spotlight brought to us by Oral Surgical Associates of Missoula, Dr. Gene Morris, one of the best in all of the state of Montana, most trusted, gentle, and efficient doctors you'll find anywhere. Help me fix up my 
tooth when That's I needed right. an implant. He got me all fixed up. You'd never know if I was missing a tooth if you never knew. You got a full rack of teeth. I'm not even sure you're a Montanan anymore. <laughs> you know? The, uh, the other thing that they do so well, though, Oral Surgical Associates, Gene Morris is the best i ever seen at wisdom teeth. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are parents that have high school kids. That's right. If you want efficient, gentle wisdom teeth and it, that are going to heal quickly, go see Oral Surgical Associates. They're located right there in the building on the corner of Beckwith and Higgins. Gene Morris, Oral Surgical Associates, best in town. It is time to uh, talk to Matt Johnson. Matt Johnson, the head coach of the Missoula Big Sky Eagles, as you heard in the news, read a huge, huge win last night. Uh, one they had to have, and they got it against Kalispell Flathead. Big win for his team. Bookend wins on a shortened season. Uh, they get their themselves into the state championship. So here you go, our conversation with the head coach of the Missoula Big Sky Eagle football team. We go now to the Rangish Brothers RV phone line, and we welcome in the head coach of the Missoula Big Sky Eagle football team, Matt Johnson. And, Coach, uh, you get yourself you, – first of all, you get to sit out a snow blizzard game on a Friday because you got yours in last night, so good work there. And not just that, but a win and a big win over over Kalispell Flathead, and uh, it clinches your playoff spot in the, in the uh, postseason here at the AA State Playoffs. So talk to us about the game. We'll get into, obviously, the performance by Janet Carroll, which was actually records setting uh last night but just in general to get that win at the end of the season for your club and to be going on to the postseason how good does that feel after the work that you put in this year you know it feels really good especially we preach all year you know you got to keep working and improving no matter what happens through the season or each game every day you come back to work you got to keep working to get better and so it's huge because that that helps reinforce it to our kids. Uh, we took a huge step forward in a lot of different areas last night. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how you want to be right. Playing your best ball at the end of the season. Now, when you first started coaching the big sky 15 years or so ago, did you ever think you were going to be winning a game by scoring 60 <laughs> to go to the playoffs? <laughs> yeah. You're right. 20 years ago. Colton, yeah, 20, 20 that's right. Ago. See, I'm old now too. Yeah, right? Yeah, I like how you try to sneak that one in for yourself. Uh, show your young age. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's pretty crazy. So that's a school record. The most we scored was actually when you were playing. We scored 56 against Sentinel uh, back back in the day. So that, that's as far as back as I can go, that's the most points we've ever scored at Big Sky. And and part of it, we you know, we weren't even trying to at the end there either. You know, we're just trying to run the clock out and um, – well, I'll tell you what, I mean, our kids were executing and well, I mean, for Coulter to rush for, he rushed for 286 and he threw for 168. That's, that's a pretty good afternoon. You know, well, offensively moving the ball. Matt, let's talk about Coulter. Coulter Janicaro, who last night was responsible for eight total touchdowns, six rushing, two passing. Uh, it ties a state double A record uh, set by Dylan Cook, and I think one other uh, back in the '90s in terms of uh, eight touchdowns. Yep. Yeah, in eight touchdowns yep, in a game. So, regardless, I mean. We've seen a lot of teams have a lot of big games, some teams that were outmatched and so forth and so on, but that that just doesn't happen. What can you say about his individual performance? Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty impressive, you know. Um really on both ends, I mean, I think he was 17 of 22 passing. Um, right. so he was throwing the ball well. Um threw a great for one of the touchdowns uh that he threw was man it was a great ball to trey reed and trey made a good play and um part of it i'll say this we just got done watching doing some film and uh tackle charting that 
you know, we, we ask a lot of Coulter. I can't say there's any other team in double A, maybe even class A that asks of their quarterback what we do. You know, think about this. Uh, he rushed the ball 29 times, right, for 286, uh, throws it 22 times. He had four tackles, two assist tackles, one behind the line, two sacks, a hurry, and he snaps on for punt and PAT and ran down on kickoff a few times. So, I mean, that that's – I mean, that's a lot, you know, for in double-A football, you don't see that. And so I think it makes it more impressive to think about um, the whole scope of what's going on, you know, and, and not, I don't want to dismiss this part either, man. Our, if, if you really watch at our receivers and our line, the effort they're putting in blocking, um, unbelievable the effort everybody was putting in on it. And if we can continue that forward, that'll be a, that'll be a, make us pretty happy i think next friday well on that note then how do you carry this momentum into the playoffs because it's huge to to have that sort of performance the week before you go on the postseason what well, is it possible to carry this momentum into the playoffs oh i think so for sure um you know we got a, we're a little bit banged up not, nothing too crazy but but enough so hopefully having this extra day will heal us up i think it'll help heal our minds too, right? Sometimes getting the extra day away, uh, we're just doing film today, you know, and they get the rest of the day off and then Saturday, Sunday off, will, I think will help. And, I, you know, they changed it on us. Uh, it was supposed to be crossover, right, that we went and played the East for the first round of the playoffs. Well, because of COVID, they switched it. So, we're, so it looks like we'll play Glacier unless they pull an upset on Sentinel tonight. Um so I think it's pretty easy to get our kids up for it because we know for two quarters, like we were in that game, man. We were we were playing with them, if not outplaying them. And uh, now in our kids' minds, too, we were able to finish this game, right? So if we can take that and put it to it, they got something to believe in for it. So I, I think carrying the momentum will be uh, pretty easy to get these guys rolling. Well, Matt, we're excited for that. We'll look for the outcome tonight and uh, and and get set per, perhaps uh, for a matchup with a rematch with Gl- Glacier, like you said. But a great finish to the regular season. Certainly, congratulations on punching your ticket to the postseason. Excited for you and your club to have done it. Yep, yep. Thank you. We I appreciate that. You bet. There you go. Matt Johnson, the head coach of the Missoula Big Sky Eagles. We're going to get to Dan Oliver here in just a moment. But breaking news. Antonio Brown is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Man. Reached an agreement. So, there you have it. On we go in the Garden City Spotlight. Uh, Coulter, the Missoula Sentinels. Nobody. Missoula Sentinel Spartans. Missoula Sentinel Spartans. He's going to play till he's 90. Uh, Our uh, 6-0 best team in the state. Uh, Obviously, Billings West has uh, uh, a claim to that as well. Also undefeated. But uh, at least in the Treasure State their Treasury State poll is uh, the number one team is Sentinel, and they've done nothing to put that in question after a 48 nothing demolition of an, another undefeated team a week ago. That said, Glacier, who did lose to Helena, is a really good football team in their own right, very well coached, and they've come on very, very strong. Big game tonight to just stay undefeated, keep things rolling, and to finish strong because the, the back half of this Sentinel schedule was certainly the, the you know, the the tougher part of it and so to roll the way they did against helena can you keep that momentum going so our conversation now with the head coach of the sentinel spartans dane oliver well happy to welcome in once again the head coach of the sentinel spartans the 
six and zero undefeated Sentinel Spartans who uh, just took care of business against a very good Helena team last week and uh, have another very stiff test coming up this weekend. Their final regular season game against Kalispell Glacier. Dane Oliver, coach. Uh, I don't know that a lot of people were surprised that Sentinel won last week against Helena. I think a lot of people were surprised at the way in which Sentinel won. The 48 nothing pitching a shutout defensively, uh, scored a ton of points in that game against a previously undefeated Bengal team. What can you tell us about that game and, and the performance of your team against a, a very good Bengals club? You know, I, these kids continue to uh, amaze all of us as coaches how they prepare and uh and perform under bright lights. And it seems like the, the tougher it gets, the better they play. So that's a, it's always a good thing when you're a head coach. And I thought they played with a little chip and they find a way to, to motivate themselves and maybe even make up some, uh, some things that get them ready to go. Um, and, you know, it, it surprised me, honestly, to, to go do what we did. So now we're back at it, ready to go play a great Glacier team. Well, Dan, I know we talked about your defense last week, but here you are now, back-to-back shutouts since the opener when you gave up a whopping 19 points. You guys have given up two touchdowns since then. What is going so right on defense? I mean, you guys are giving up five points a game. That, that's an unbelievable number no matter who you're talking about. Well, I think maybe the, with all the remote learning, these guys are watching a ton more film. and uh, and you know, But they study and they prepare the right way. And, you know, they're led by Geno Leonard in the middle. And we got some great athletes. Let's not, let's not just deny that, that these guys are heck of a football players and heck of kids. And they, they pursue and run, run the ball real well and play team defense. And, um, you know, it's, it's pretty fun to watch. Uh, you know, and we've had like three straight goal line fans where they just refuse to, to give in. Um, so pretty special group, but, you know, we know that football can be a humbling game and the weather can play a huge part in that. And so um, we just got to continue to find ways to get better. In that Helena High game, you guys forced the two turnovers early. You're up 14 nothing, then you get another one to go up three scores. But then Charlie Kurgan comes off the end. He hits Caden Hewitt, knocks Helena High's big quarterback out of the game. But the Tedesco kid comes in, runs run a little bit of a different offense. Helena High was probably had their best drive to get down inside the five-yard line. But speaking of the defense rising up, how key was that play, that fourth down stop you guys got that then led to the 96-yard drive, which was basically the nail in the coffin for you guys in the first half? Well, it's, uh, you know, I think it's a huge motivating factor for the entire team. And, you know, you see a team who loses their quarterback and the Tedesco kid comes in, it's almost like, it caught us off guard a little bit because um, he was pretty dynamic with his feet. And so a testament to those guys responding to some adversity and they drive all the way down there and we dig in once again. And, you know, that, that excites us and motivates our team and, and continues to give us confidence that we can, we can make, we can play tough in those situations. Um, so it's a huge rallying point. And, you know, like I said, it, it continues to amaze and surprise me how these, how resilient these kids are. Dan Oliver joining us, head coach of the Sentinel Spartans. And, and Coach, you mentioned you know about being motivated to play and even said, hey, you felt like you guys maybe came in with a little bit of chip on their shoulder. But, I mean, this is a team that's undefeated that's that's you know rolling people all seasons. Where does that chip come from? Because you do have to have that, right? But but it, sometimes if you're, if you're as good as your team has been, it's kind of hard to find that. So where is that, where is that coming from? Yeah, I think they're making stuff up, to be honest. So, <laughs> right. you know, uh, <laughs> But they they play better with a chip, and so you can poke their, uh, you know, uh, all of us coaches, we, we poke the bear a little bit is what I say, and 
you know, uh, that pisses them off. And so they're out to maybe prove us wrong as coaches. And um, so it, each team's a little bit unique and different. And so we've, we've kind of found that, that that's what works for this crew is kind of, you know, everybody's picking you to be number one and on top, but, you know, we're telling them that they, they need to get, they need to get better. And that's what, a, that's what's been so um, enjoyable this season is they're practicing the right way. Um, so every day's filled with excitement and energy and, and they're working on their craft uh, in the nuances of the game of football. You've been able to do it pretty much however you've wanted to do it this uh, so far this season, but you picked an interesting winter weather weekend to drive halfway to Canada to play your final football game of the regular season. So how much of an effect can you know really bad weather have, and what is, is that going to have to modify what you want to do, especially offensively at all? Well, I think it suits them really well. they got a big back, and they can just line up and pound them, and we've played in some snow games. You can think back to – a few years ago when we played big sky in the playoffs. And so, yeah, you do have to adjust and adapt and think through, you know, where you're at in the field. And is this worth the long snap to punt it? Um, so yeah, there's a, there's some, some coaching that comes into play. And so we got to be prepared for that. And, um, you know, I, I hope that our kids will respond to that adversity. Um, and I think it'll be good for us to, to have a challenge. And so, yeah, it's, it's keeping me up a little bit. Not going to lie to you. We had Coach Bennett, Grady Bennett from Kalispell Glacier on the show earlier this week. And I thought actually when we were talking about the history of AA football in Montana, he's a guy that's been around for so long. He's got great perspective. But he was saying that his, your guys' team right now, Missoula Central, reminds him of his 2014 team. I started thinking about it. There is a little bit of similarities there, some similar personnel. And, and those guys, they rang it, rolled it up on everybody. I think they set the state record for scoring in a single season. But just overall, when you're going to face Kalispell Glacier, I know they've had a couple, eh, quote-unquote, down years, but still 500, not necessarily down like some people get down. But now that it seems like they're back. They're as good as they've been since that state championship, or that since that team that played Billing Senior for the state championship a handful of years ago. What's your overall scout of Glacier? How much respect do you have for this program you're going to play on Friday? Night. Well, I think, you know, just Coach Bennett has been chasing him for a long time. And um, so I'm always trying to steal or learn from a, from a great coaches. And, uh, you know, Coach Dex, a, you know, a friend of mine, he's our offensive coordinator. So a lot of similarities in how we operate and how we like to treat kids. And um, so, yeah, they, they've been where we want to go. And I think Coach Bennett's built a program that's stable and continually from freshman JV varsity puts out a good product. And, you know, they got a big back that's, that reminds me of a Christian Akoya. He's got great feet and he just runs people over. So, and, and they adjust their scheme to help their, uh, maximize their strengths. And that's what I have the most respect about how they operate. So, boy, it's going to be a tight one. Always is. We've been in shootouts with them. We've been in close games. It always finds a way to be about a one possession game. And that's a testament to how they operate and excited for another, another battle tomorrow night. Christian Okoye, we know exactly how old you are, Dane. Exactly. That's the guy that you went to the bag for right there. Okay, we got you bag now. Now we know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But you pull pull up Jake Rendina and then get out the YouTube and same kid, same style runner. High praise. Nigerian Nightmare was an all-time favorite of mine for sure. Well, you, but you mentioned Rendina. How do you go about slowing this guy down, though? Because I think everybody knows that he's getting the ball. I mean, he's getting an insane yeah. amount of carries, and he's—I mean, he is their scoring offense. Seems like he's got three, four, five, even as many as seven touchdowns in games so far this year. Yep. What do you do against a guy at six one, two thirty that can run like he can? 
just hang on. Uh, <laughs> you know, glad, glad that I'm on the sideline, not having to tackle this guy. So, uh, um, you know, it's, it's all about, uh, pursuit, you know, getting to the party, uh, hanging on and waiting for your, your buddies to come help you out. But also you got to be precise in how you tackle. Um, if you, if you go high, you know, you're not gonna, you're not going to get the result you want. So, um, just, we call level two tackling that mid thigh tackle, and then got to have a great clamp and grip. So, um, and he's probably going to get some his because he's a hell of a player. So, we have to also have perspective and, and recognize when we face great opponents. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a challenge, and, and let's see if we can come up with some answers. Seems like a guy like Gino Leonard, the likes a challenge. We had him in here a couple weeks ago, and he was and he's so confident in himself. And it seems like he wants to play against the best. So him being the leader of your defense, yeah. how much do you think he'll get the whole unit to embrace that challenge? Well, yeah. I mean, we talked about, you know, poking the right buttons with this crew. And so uh, Gino's, Gino likes to be challenged, and, and that's what great competitors do. And so, and that's a lot of the kids on the team, not just Gino. That's what why we've been able to have the success we have so far. But, you know, when you run into a big back like this, you get popped in the face. Let's see how you respond. So um, well, I guess we'll see. These two teams, 11-1 and one combined through six of the seven regular season games, the regular season finale up in Kalispell, the Wolfpack hosting the undefeated Sentinel Spartans. Dan Oliver, as always, thank you for being with us. We appreciate it. Look forward to this week once again. Awesome. Yep. Highlight of my week every week right here, guys. So thanks for having me on. <laughs> I mean, this guy. Are you kidding me? I think the highlight of his week is winning 64 to 0. I mean, or 48 good to zero gracious. Or, no kidding. 174 to 7 is the score of their games over the last three weeks. It's amazing. Uh, that's that's 60 to 2. Hey, it's going to be a different deal. It's pouring down snow up there at Glacier. So we'll look forward to that game, see how it turns out. This has been our Garden City Spotlight brought to us. Gene Morris of Missoula Oral Surgical Associates. Gene Morris, one of the most trusted oral surgeons in the city of Missoula, the state of Montana. He even works abroad and does some oral surgery down in Texas as well. But if you, need, if you need your wisdom teeth out, you have some sort of an emergency, you suffer some sort of sports injury like I did where I got my tooth knocked out, give oral surgery associates a call or swing into the office. There are a bunch of people working up front. They can get you in as soon as possible. Oral Surgical Associates. Okay, the corner of Beckwith and Higgins, Gene Morris, most trusted name in oral surgery in the entire state of Montana. Check it out, no sports next. What are your business challenges for 2021? Supporting an increased remote workforce? Securing and managing your expanding corporate network? Communicating with your customers, employees, and partners? Whatever your challenges and priorities for 2021, Blackfoot Communications knows it all starts with a plan. We are here to help you assess, design, implement, and support your most critical technology infrastructure initiatives. Call Blackfoot at 866-541-5000 or email business at blackfoot.com to learn how we can set you up for success in 2021 and beyond. Blackfoot. Connect to more. Welcome back to Joe and is having a wonderful little Friday. Some snow. A weekend out there in front of us. How can you not be in a good mood right now? You know what I'm saying? Hope you are well. At Gus Tutel at 1029 ESPN. At Skyline Sports MT on the Twitter if you are uh, looking for us. It's Friday. Coulter just woke up 43 minutes ago, even though it's 4.30. Got up at 3, what, 47 this afternoon, made it in here. 
It's winter, hibernating. Did you get turned around? Thursday isn't Friday. Friday's Friday. Now you can do what you did yesterday and get up late tomorrow. He do probably you, will. Do you live in Missoula? <laughs> it is cold. Third, no, but Thursday is Friday in Missoula. One, Friday doesn't exist in Missoula. Yeah, and then right. Friday is Saturday. And then Saturday is Sunday. And then Sunday doesn't exist. And then everybody sucks again on Monday. I don't, I don't think any of that works. Uh, it doesn't. That's why Missoula is how it is. It is going to be one degree overnight Saturday mm-hmm. night. Looking forward to that. Winter storm warning. Let's go. Soccer got canceled. Thank Ooh. God. So By no, the way. No reschedule for the young kids, huh? No. Well, they talked about doing it on Halloween, and all of us were like, no. We just assume everybody knows what's happening right now. Uh, By the way, it is time for the Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. Hello, Carolyn. Happy Friday. It's brought to us by our friends at the Iron Grizz. Okay, good. No soccer this weekend. Halloween's still on in the uh, Carolyn household. Okay, excellent. Mini Snickers for everyone. Or for me. Maybe if you wear a good costume, we'll let you be on TV. There you go. There you go. Interesting. You'll let me be on TV, huh? Mm-hmm. We've been waiting for your illustrious television <laughs> debut. All right. It's, let me... it's in high demand. Well, what? it is. It's waiting for Yellowstone season four. True. Mm, true. We can't be blowing the yeah. surprise. Yeah. You don't want to like release the 60 Minutes interview before it comes out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You want it to be what it's supposed <laughs> to be. Highly edited. The All pages right. pages are blank. Carolyn, what do you got for us today? Well, I wanted to have a quick chat. Um, speaking of soccer. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about referees for a moment. Shall we? I know it's a thankless job. Yes. I know it's a tough job. Okay. I know it's, um, you know, you, you can't make everyone happy. But I have to tell you, we had the rudest referee last week. I'm not going to say where, but he was so mean to all of the kids. He yelled at a parent and told them that he wasn't even supposed to be there today working. But here he is. Well, repping. that's why he's in a bad mood. It was insane. Yeah, I mean, you can't have, especially when you're doing the 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 kiddos, even if it's you know tour kiddos, you can't. Uh, you got to have a a certain modicum of like just being relatively happy, yeah, or at least you know okay, not egregious and salty. Not like like we've talked about this, and I've mentioned you know. I've even said, be nice to the refs. Always, you know, this guy was horrible. Like, I'm still annoyed by it. Well, I have a referee who refed one particular ref because there's a circuit of them who refed our games when I was in college, lacrosse, playing lacrosse, who was just the worst referee that there's ever been. There's certain people who fall into professions, uh, myself and radio, and you go, well, why <laughs> the hell is he doing this? This is not for him. You know, and it's actually more like Coulter, who's just typing right now, not even paying he attention. He does not to look us. at us. He doesn't. Yeah, doesn't, he just laughs every now and then. No. You guys are amazing. <laughs> so, I can repeat word for word more accurately what you've said than what you guys could. Repeat. First of all, in addition to being false, who cares? You haven't said anything. What do you mean? I'm carrying this whole thing. I'm carrying this whole thing. We're five minutes of silence. We're banging away on the computer. We're planning Carolyn's debut. Are you guys blacked out? (laughs) Yes, that's the last thing you remember. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
We had a whole conversation after that. I understand. Oh you God. guys are criticizing the guy who doesn't want to be at work because it's not his job. He's volunteering. He's probably making he's eight dollars. He got paid. He's, yeah, he's probably making eight dollars for the entire day, and he doesn't like you. It's not his fault. It's your fault. All I'm saying is that you is that if you just are unhappy in the thing that you're doing, you know what I mean, or or just not good at it, like you know. Do something. This is something my dad told me. He's like, you should do something that you like, but also you should do something that you're good at. Like, you might think you like something, but if you stink at it, you're probably not gonna like it. Yeah, and then it's gonna, you know, but, agitate you. But so many okay, things, in, so many things in life, though, is not if you're good at it, because the only way to be good at it is just by trying. No, absolutely. But and like, if, you could probably. Me- so I, I've umpired baseball for more than a decade. I've never had a conflict with a parent. You want to know why? Because I take it seriously, and there is no option to have a conflict. It is over as soon as the moment that it begins. That's it. And that's the only way to referee, too. If you were going to sit there and put your own life into the exactly. thing, then you suck at it, and you should go home. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, some people, like, just, like, they're just, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You know? Right. That's so, what I'm saying. Okay. Like, I, it just really... Anyway, shout out to all the refs out there. No, for sure. Shout out to the good refs, not the Mm. jerks. Okay, next. Yeah, I said it. Way to to come on here and grind your personal axe for the community. Yeah, it feels good. All right? It feels good (laughs) to get it off my chest. Moving on. Um, Let's talk about the New York Giants and uh, Daniel Jones. Yep. It looked very much like yours truly last night. Right. <laughs> just running all by himself and, right up until the point tripping. where he just fell over. Now, here's what I'm going to do, okay? I'm going to stand up for Daniel Jones right here, okay? Right. First of all, did you have any idea how fast Daniel Jones is? He's one of only three quarterbacks in the National Football League that is leading his team in rushing. The other two are obvious. They are Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. Yes, I did realize how fast he was. Wow. 21.3 miles an hour. Okay, you did not know that he could run that fast. That is that is blazing fast. So I am impressed with Daniel Jones there. I also understand that even though he is very fast and I'm sure that he's aware that he's like somewhat fast, he's like a pretty big kind of clunky. Doesn't look like he's super fast, even though he is He's got the long strides going. So that's helpful. But he was running scared, which you should be, because you got an entire secondary of guys who were only drafted because of their speed coming after you. And tell me, did you see, there's no way that he had, he thought that they were hot on his tail. Right. And he tried to go faster than he could actually go and took a dive that, you know, was funny. I'm happy it happened. It was great entertainment. But. He didn't need to, but he didn't know he didn't need to because he thought there's no way I'm faster than these dudes. And so I, I, you know, understand that. But I'll tell you what, talk about, I mean, the absolute naked boot. Everybody bit on that thing. (laughs) And he, there was nobody on the whole half of the field. Well, listen, I feel bad for him. Well, no, 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 no. Let no, me no, finish. No, let me finish. You can apologize for him like I did. You can't feel bad I'm going to tell him. you why. Because people are really making fun of him. Well, yeah. I mean, that's fine. And this is when moms, as play-by-play announcers, would come in handy. Because they'd be like, oh, my gosh, he's going so fast. Yay. (laughs) Oh, bud. Oh. And then we'd be like, he's probably really embarrassed, guys. Let's let's be nice. 
And maybe people wouldn't be hazing him online right now. Oh, no. For, definitely <laughs> that would be the salve that would stop the hordes online from going after him when their mom goes, hey, bud, it's okay. No way that invites any sort of criticism whatsoever in the social media world. Great I'm, thinking. I'm really a bad mom of sports kids, aren't I? You're a great mom of sports kids, but you are a terrible overlayer of what that would then mean on the larger levels like professional, like you continue to insist upon with moms as commentators. Okay, well, listen, I just think I think it might have smoothed things over for him a little bit if That's someone right. had some sensitivity. What else you got, Carolyn? Boris Becker. Wow. wow! I did First not time see ever a, in Tutel Nuanas history. Boris, Boris Becker, Becker reference. Of course, the the, the tennis playing mom Jennifer Capriati over here is going to go ahead and take a Boris Becker reference. Okay, yes. I mean, I hadn't seen him in years. Not that I saw him, but I actually first. Confused him with Bjorn Bjorg, mm. but then remember, no Boris Becker, right? Double B's, BB, B mm-hmm. squared. Um, <laughs> youngest Wimbledon men's winner at seventeen. Is that right? Yes, I did not know that. Mm. Boris Becker won at seventeen. Mm-hmm. Wow, in nineteen eighty-five. Okay, he is currently accused of hiding his Wimbledon uh, trophies and Australian Open trophies because he earned twenty-five million dollars in his years. Um, as a professional tennis player and lost it all. And now they are want his trophies and he's hidden them. Oh, you mean like collect, like the collection yeah. men have, you yeah. know, they want to take the trophies and he's like, well, go ahead. Yeah. So now once again, yes, an athlete who should have taken my class on how mm. to manage money, mm. $25 million mm-hmm. lost. Well, is it lost or was it just spent? Sp- I mean, he didn't lose it, like, on the street. He spent it. Right. Well, okay. Come on, people. Your incredulity (laughs) over people's, like, egregious spending habits. Here's the thing. Here's what happens. You make X amount of money like a normal working person like those of us in this room. And you go, okay, well, I have roughly this amount of money. I could probably, you know, maybe afford this kind of car payment, maybe this kind of house or rent payment. I'll need this for food. Maybe I have a little fun over here with this. And you kind of go, okay, you know, that's kind of what I got. And some of us are better at that. Some of us are worse at that. Some people are, you know, in debt for different reasons. Some people are not. All of us probably are in debt for something, actually, as it turns out, because that's the way we kind of operate or whatever. But also, if you have a giant windfall of money, right, where you go from zero to whatever, $15 million, because you won Wimbledon, where you're, what you think is, I got all the money there is to have. Like, you're not thinking about, like, anything. You're just like, well, yeah, I want it. I, it's Ariana Grande. Want it? I got it. I want it. I got it. <laughs> right? I've never. What? I've never. Are you kidding me? You got to listen to some more pop music. Want it? Uh, got it. It's the I most American song you, in the history of songs. All right, songs. I'll put on U1045 right after this. You do that. Cross promotion, people. Anyway, uh, and then I think that they just go, oh, yeah. Like it doesn't matter. I got all the money in the world. What you know? Yes, we'll just that's keep not buying. okay. That is why they need to take my online course for three easy payments of ninety nine ninety nine. <laughs> this is what they need another payment. <laughs> that was the joke. Oh my Coulter. Gosh. That is that's my point. Someone needs to be helping uh, these people. This is not no okay. No one can help anybody. Everybody can help everybody, but nobody does, or not many do. Well, I will. Boris, call me. 
Just kidding. Don't because you don't have any money. <laughs> oh my! The, the shock that you continue to have about people who had a lot of money and now don't have any money is is shocking. Listen, I was raised in the Midwest. Okay. Toronto. No, Chicago. Toronto. <laughs> I was born in Toronto. Right. Raised in Chicago. Get okay. it right. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we just. We did things different. We do things different in the middle. You sure do. I love your flannel under the vest. That's a great Thanks. look. It's winter. <laughs> it is. Um, one last thing. Okay. Six of the championship bulls rings sold on auction. Guess how much for all six? So did, did they they sold together? Yes, they sold together. So one from each year? Yes, one from each oh, year they won. Oh, man. Oh, really? I didn't even, how did I not $6 know that this was being sold? Would you have? Tried to buy one? Yes. Mm. I would have I would have gone and flipped my couch over <laughs> and then put in my bid on eBay. Um six million. Yeah, I think I think low. I mean I I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was fifteen, twenty million dollars. You guys, two hundred and fifty five thousand dollars. That's it. <laughs> That's what? it. Oh, yeah. I'd buy that in a second. That's what I'm saying. It's like forty grand a piece. Forty grand a piece ish. I mean, that's, that's like borderline face value. I know. I was shocked. Six hundred diamonds in Who a was ring. Selling them. Who's selling them? Yeah. I don't know. It didn't say, but it was sold by an auction Rodman. house. Probably Rodman. Right, but, but was, did that, he win all six? No. No. How how in the world is that possible? Are these authenticated? No, no. I don't believe. I just don't believe it. Well, I will. Would you like a bibliography of my sources? Yes. <laughs> TMZ.com. Oh my goodness. I'm telling you, it was on TMZ. It has to be true. Dude, if somebody sold all six rings for $255,000, it's the greatest buy in the That's history. That's what I of thought. Buys. There's no. Don't look it up now. I'm looking it up. I'm showing you. I mean, right here. All six championship rings hit auction, sell for $255,000. Okay, that is a that's a headline. That is what the inside says too. Nineteen ninety one ring thirty nine thousand. Nineteen ninety two ring forty seven thousand. Ninety three forty five thousand. Ninety six twenty four thousand. Ninety seven through ninety eight forty nine k each. But they were sold together. Yeah. To one person. For two hundred and fifty five thousand dollars. Um. Oh, they belong to the Bulls security guard. He he just got, John Caps. He just got had. I agree. That doesn't seem like a lot of money. No, I know because didn't we talk about one that sold last week for like forty k? That was like a football ring I mean, or something. The, the rings are actually valuable just as for what they are—the metals and the diamonds in them. Not that they're worth maybe forty thousand dollars, but I'll bet they're I bet they're just stand alone, melt them down and sell it for ten ten to ten thousand bucks. I would have paid more if I had the money. Especially the ninety three ring, because so, that was my, you know, graduation. I mean, to have year. the six all six bulls in a series of it's, it's not even possible. Well, someone got it for two hundred and fifty five K. I'm blown away. I finally blew your minds, guys. It's a miracle. Every week. Jacob doesn't know sports. Great. Oh, now, great contribution. Now Coulter's, Coulter. now Coulter's pitching in. <laughs> Super helpful right there at the end. I mean, just carry you guys like I always do. And you just Quarter million dollars? Nicely. 
quarter million dollars for all six rings. It just seems impossible. No, I, I just, you know, my hate. You know what TMZ. that person should do? Go sell those things for twice that much money today. Twice. Sell them each <laughs> for that amount of money. Seriously, though. Boys and girls has been the chick who doesn't know sports. It's brought to us by the Iron Grizz. Love the Iron Grizz. Great, sustainable, very cool, great build-out, very nice atmosphere in there at the University Golf Course, the, uh, the, the uh, restaurant that's there. But the most important thing, and this is real, food's great. The food's food's awesome. phenomenal at the Iron Grizz. If you haven't been, go check it out. More and more people are going over the Iron Grizz to, to kind of see what's going on there. It used to be just sort of the other thing that was there. Now people are making a point of getting over there, and you'll find out why if you want to go. And we will help you go right now. Give us a call, 361-3688, number two caller. You're going to get a gift certificate that's going to get you a bottle of wine as well as an appetizer. I want you to go over there. I want you to try the arugula bruschetta. Ooh. Arugula, grilled, la petite, sourdough, hazelnuts, goat cheese, fondue, balsamic reduction, and it's gluten-free. Delicious. You can go watch the snowfall onto the golf course at the base of Mount Sentinel. Drink yourself a glass of red wine. Have yourself a great evening. Go check out the Iron Grizz American Bistro, 515 South Avenue West, University of Montana Golf Course, right at the base of Mount Sentinel. Go try the Iron Grizz American Bistro today. AB is a buck. World Series Game 3 and 4 this weekend. The Big Ten in play and the NFL, all of it. Segment number last of the week, next. Colter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan and you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's going be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. World Series Game three, Rays, Dodgers coming up. Top of the hour sends you to Arlington. Glo- was it Global Life Stadium, the new park in Arlington. Yeah. Uh, beautiful park. I always, It's always so odd to me when you have a new park built across the street from a park that's just there, there now, you know? Like, what do right. we, what, seems like... I don't know, excessive. Uh, in any case, uh, Game 3 of the World Series tonight, uh, we will send you for that uh, to uh, to Arlington. We'll have it for you here on ESPN Radio, of course. 
If you missed anything in the show, check it out on the podcast. The Two Telling Nuanas podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. You can check out the podcast anywhere you would like to. Google, Apple, Spotify, etc. The Two Telling Nuanas podcast is available thanks to Blackfoot Communications. And again, I want to remind you all, out right now, the brand new episode of Grizz Greats, the silver anniversary of the 1995 National Champions with Jason Crebo. It's up and available now on all your podcasting platforms as well. You can also go to grizzgreats.com, grizzgreats.com, and listen to that there uh, and check it out. Uh, the West Coast Conference yes. is exploring playing the duration of their basketball season in a bubble in Las Vegas. Thoughts? I am uh, going to re-enroll and walk on to a WCC school. Are you kidding me? I just want to know how that works, like from a school perspective. I mean, the West Coast Conference has like some really elite schools. How do you like? What, what, you but, just but, go to school online. I mean, or, I mean yeah. I guess if, no one goes. If, to school. If it's already no online. one's going to school in Pepperdine anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. No one's going to school in Gonzaga. I yeah. guess you're right. They're all just already sitting at home. Might as well go down. And there. I will tell you, if you're going to school at Gonzaga, and God bless you, in Gonzaga and Spokane, I love Spokane. Okay, not a huge loss. If you go to school at Pepperdine and you Big can't ones. go to campus, oh, I mean, come on. When is Lorenzo Romar going to get it rolling at Pepperdine? It has to be coming, right? What, I thought Lorenzo Romar got done more wrong than almost any coach that's gotten fired. I, you know me. I'm not a big conspiracy theory guy. Yeah. Um I certainly understand that there's plenty of currents that are below the surface that mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm, always get brought mm-hmm. to the surface that are influential, but I'm not sitting here going, well, the aliens did it. But there are there are moments and times where it just, there has to be explanations that are not, that, that they're, they're just more going on here than we are even close and, to and, privy and, to. And I, I understand that they weren't as good. They had a terrible they were, year. They had a terrible, terrible year, year with a bunch of young guys, though. That's right. But here's the thing, man people if you ever have a school that was defined by a different sport than what they become defined by and then you fire the coach that changes the identity of what your athletic department's about that's that's crazy man washington was a football school until lorenzo romar and they became a basketball school he's the one that built heck edmondson pavilion like that's the the reason that they have one of the craziest fan bases in the country is because of him Um, like there's no other coaches could bring in the number one overall pick to university washington who and I'm such a dope for failing on the name, but who's playing for the Nuggets now that that came out of Missouri? Uh, uh, Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr. was committed to right. the University of Washington right. the year that he got fired was from Nathan Hale High School. Yeah. It's it's weird, but it happens. I understand, but you know his father had been hired to be an assistant coach on the staff and the whole thing, and he was one of like four or five. I mean, talk about blue chip top level recruits yep. that all walked when Romar walked out of there. Yep. And you have to have foresight, which may, and and like I guess for me, I'm going to give the AD and the president more credit than to not understand that. And so it feels like there was more going on than what we know. That's all I'll say. It's just a really bad move because if you just recruit Seattle, you can be an absolutely top 20 program in the country. Oh, get out of here. And there was nobody that had better relationships with those AAU coaches and those high school coaches in Seattle. Like, Romar was the dude. I I just, it's, it's still so perplexing to me. I know they had some down years, but part of that's just the cycle. I just feel like if you just ride with that guy, he's going to get you the Sweet 16 more often than not over a 30 year span. He's just going to do it. Game three coming up. In just a few minutes from now, 
uh, Walker, Bueller, Charlie Morton, the pitchers, the starting pitchers. Uh, the Dodgers had to go bullpen because they had one less day rest, couldn't get their rotation in order in game two. The Rays made the most of it, got a win that they had to have. I really think the Rays need this one tonight with Charlie Morton going. They need their they need their winner-take-all elimination game level, Charlie Morton. Uh, and if they get that, I think they can win this game. But I think they need to because I think the Dodgers are in great shape for game four. And then you go back to uh, 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 Clayton Kershaw, who was amazing in game one and game five. So I think that this right here, game three, is critical for the Rays. If they don't get it, they're really behind the eight ball to me. Uh the Dodgers right now are a minus 148 betting favorite. I, I think they probably should be favored in this game. They should be favored in probably every game because they are such offensive you know, powerhouses. But I would like the value pick on the side of the Rays tonight because I think that this pitching matchup is, is very even, very even. So I'm looking forward to this game. I think it's going to be a great one. Who do you give the pitching advantage to? Because both these guys are good. In this in, matchup in, in right starters, here? Yeah. I, I, again, I, I think it's... I think it's a coin toss, man. It it just and any given night is just who shows up, right? Any sure. any pitcher can show up and have his stuff. But if you're t- you know, Troy Morton has been unbelievable three and zero in in elimination games. I think he's four and zero in this postseason. Walker Buehler's one and zero, but that's only because he hasn't gotten decisions in certain games. But he's been great. He's got like twenty nine strikeouts in this postseason compared to just seventeen for Charlie Morton. But both of these guys are are World Series caliber pitchers who I think are going to be ready to go. I don't think they're going to be, you know, moved particularly by the moment. I think they're going to be up there and excited to go. That doesn't mean that one guy could come up out there and be an ace and another guy could get could get rocked. You know, that's absolutely possible. But just on the surface of it, I think this is a very even pitching duel. This should be fun to watch. We could have history tomorrow in Kalispell as well. Class AA cross-country meets take place. As we know, Bozeman High School has been utterly dominant, both boys and girls cross country. The boys are gunning for their 13th straight state title. The girls are looking for their 12th in the last 13 years. But this is the first cross country meet I can remember in over a decade where the the, the projected scoring has someone else besides the Bozeman boys winning. Missoula Sentinel yeah. is, is the leader in the clubhouse right now. It's going to be close. It's going to take a good race. But as of right now, Missoula Sentinel has two runners in the top seven, in terms of their best time, three in the top nine, four in the top 14. The big boost, and we haven't talked about this kid yet, Wyatt Mortensen, he transferred in. He's one of the, he's a Camden Sermon type kid who came from out of state when when uh, the sports season got canceled. He's from Denver, and he comes in here gives the Spartans a huge boost. That's the extra step that they might need. They haven't yeah. won state cross country since 1984. And on the girls' side, Bozeman's girls are absolutely the favorites. I mean, they're ranked number nine in the country yeah. right now yeah. in, in the polls. But Missoula Hellgate has two really outstanding runners, and the best runner in this meet is Kylie Hartnett from Helen High. So it, it's going to be fun to watch. These kids are so tough, man, running that many miles when it's two degrees and snowing. I mean, I mean it's on. unbelievable. Uh, a quick programming note for the weekend. We have World Series Game 3 for you tonight. We will have World Series Game 4 for you tomorrow night. But because the Seahawks game was flexed to Sunday night, it will be happening concurrently with World Series Game mm. 5. As a result, and contractually speaking, we we are going to take the Seahawks game on Sunday night. So that's what we will have for you is yep. Seahawks football on Sunday. Uh, I hope that we are into a 6-7 and seven game World Series. Of course, we will have those games for you here uh, if we're able to. But just so you're aware, if you're looking for it, that's how it shapes up on ESPN Radio. If you're watching weekend. us on TV, Bozeman High versus Billings West up here in about an hour. That'll be a good that's one as well. That's going to be a great game. Kenneth Iden back? Kenneth Iden's back. Love it. Boys and girls, have a great weekend. Stay safe. Enjoy the snow. We'll see you Monday, ESPN Radio.
Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.